Welcome to Off Trail with Erie Metro Parks. My name is Mike Hensley, and I'm your host. And today we're talking all about my favorite time of the year, Christmas bird count. And the only reason I didn't hit the button is because we were still doing the intro music. So, first off, let's talk about raise your hand if you're at the table and you have participated in a Christmas bird count. Kippy. (laughs) Kippy. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay, I'm leaving. (laughs) All right. So, we're going to talk a little bit about what Christmas bird count is, um, how excited... I personally get. Mm-hmm. I can't speak for everyone else at the table. A little bit maybe of Martin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, Molly, I want to talk about some of the ones that you've done in other places. Yeah, sure. Um, so when we get there. Okay. So who knows the origins of the Christmas bird count? Does anybody? Oops. Oh, go ahead. Uh, it was created by the Autobahn Society uh, 120-some-odd years ago. 122 this year will be this year. So, and Kippy is absolutely right. So, originally what it was, it was uh, kind of a way to basically kill birds um, before the Audubon Society um, decided to uh, adopt this um, count. So, what happened is, is hunters used to go out and try to get as many birds as they could. And that this is, you know, 122 years ago before we had regulations on, you know, um, you know, conservation regulations for bird populations and things like that. So the goal for these hunters was to come in and kill as many birds as they could and in like a day's time. Uh, so early conservationists um, and Audubon societies were like, hey, our bird population numbers are depleting very, very quickly. So uh, an ornithologist, a naturalist, interpreter, he pretty much everything, and a biologist um and named Frank Chapman uh, was like, all right, let's change this and not kill the birds anymore. Let's count the birds. So it basically turned into a census uh, to count bird populations. Um, So as we'd mentioned, 122 years this year, I've been participating for, this will be my ninth year. What about you, Martin? How many years? This will be my fourth. Yes. They do not have these in the UK, right? No. This is only a Western Hemisphere thing. Mm -hmm. Molly, how many have you participated in? Two. Two. And Kippy, zero. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Double shame. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) so it is an overwintering bird census. So we're counting populations. We're checking to see, um, you know, habitat loss and things like that. Um, And it's, you know, basically doing strategies to try to figure out how we can better protect birds. And people are always like, well, why in the winter? Well, you want to see their overwintering habitats um, because birds are going to come back to those areas um, a little bit. And then we're also seeing a lot of things um, when you look at the, the data over the years is as we move more into these um, warmer climates as we travel on, we're getting more populations of overwintering birds that we don't always get in our areas. So that, that's an interesting thing to see if you look back on some of the data and things like that. Um, we also, it also helps you identify environmental issues. You know, if, uh, if you, you're within a circle and you had this really good plot that used to count fox sparrows in the wintertime, um, where we are and then their housing development goes in there and you know, you realize physically why that happened. Um, if a landowner winds up taking out some trees or something or, you know, some crucial habitat for different things, then you can also kind of look at that. Um, Because I definitely have a few spots where I go 
um, that I know I can rely on and count certain birds in those areas. Um, so does anybody, do you remember your first Christmas bird count, Martin? Um, yes. Um, I mean, it was only three years ago. Um, yeah, I spent the day with my wife and a couple of other birders in the area. And, um, we mostly scouted out old woman Creek and a few of the other areas around there. Nice. What about you, Molly? Do you remember your first Christmas spring count? Mm -hmm. It was in 2018 and it was freezing. I was in West Virginia and, um, the day that they had decided to do it as a group, it was so cold and icy. And I remember we actually, ba we basically stayed in the car. We did like a driving bird count yeah. and we just drove mm -hmm. all over like our like territory for the count. And there were like six of us like in a car and we only got out for like a few minutes at a time. <laughs> <laughs> so almost, yeah. uh, not every, but I think out of the nine I've participated in, Easily, I would say seven out of the nine, there has been rain, snow, or high wind mm -hmm. on each one of them, mm -hmm. no matter what I've done. And people will call when I compiled in West Virginia, like, hey, do you want to switch the date? I'd be like, if we switch the date now, the day before, I'm going to have like two people counting. So no, mm -hmm. absolutely not. Mm -hmm. So, and that one was always weird because we did it on a Wednesday. Mm. And we still had like 20 people help. It was crazy. Now, the ones you did, Molly, I know it was probably like five people. Yeah, so... I think that the very first one that I was on in like that van of people, it was all like staff of different um, collaborating organizations. So it was like uh, DNR guys and Fish and Wildlife girls and like Nature Conservancy dudes mm -hmm. and then me. And I was an AmeriCorps working with the Fish and Wildlife Service. So um, we really didn't have on my first one any volunteers yeah <laughs> it was it was all like staff from various organizations that do it every year so i have been on varying um like ends of the spectrum for christmas bird counts i've been on counts where very similar to ours here in erie county where we have a, a pretty good healthy mm -hmm. population of people that help and kind of get this 15 mi mile diameter circle covered fairly well we could always do mm -hmm. better um and then i've been on one <laughs> Like Brad's Plymouth count. Yeah, yeah. That's people. right. Yeah. I just um remembered. So I've I've actually done five because I've done three here around the Firelands and then two down towards Plymouth and Shelby. Yeah. And that one's got what? You just three of you? <sighs> yeah, three to five people. Yeah. yeah three. Barely anyone. Mm -hmm. And then um I've been on ones where we've had like sixty people and we're done by midday. Wow. I did one in Pennsylvania on Beaver Creek. Um he was actually the guy who um turned me on to Christmas bird counting and got me into compiling. His name's Larry Helgerman. And he was like, Hey Mike, I'll, you know, you scratch my back. I'll scratch yours. And like, I'm used to going all day from sun up to sundown. And he's like, Oh no, we don't do that. We're, we're done by <laughs> 11. And he wasn't kidding. So I had like a little mile and a half circle that I had to cover. I had a ton of birds, but still we got it done. He just had so many people. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, he has like a small following of people <laughs> that just, travel into the woods with him. It was great. Um, one of the other really cool things, my first Christmas bird count, I did by vehicle. I did it by a mm -hmm. golf cart. Um, oh, wow. so, so we basically, I had a big territory in my first one and I basically went around in a golf cart the whole time. I would like get off on little trails and stuff like that. It was snowing and I got the golf cart stuck. So I'll never forget that. Um, I had to call like the maintenance people of that park to come and pull me out. 
It was terrible. But anyway. So how does it work? How do, I mean, you're, you're counting these birds as more of an estimation, but like, how do you know you're not counting the same bird twice or is that okay to count the same bird twice? Do you want to cover this? Yeah, kind of. Um, okay. So the numbers that you provide, you're giving the, the minimum amount possible. So if you're, if you're, say, you're walking around Osborne Metro Park and a flock of you know, 50 American robins fly over, and then 10 minutes later, 60 American robins fly the other way, you know that you've seen a minimum of 60 because you could have seen those same 50 um, twice and then there's 10 extra birds. So it's the minimum number possible um, within your area. And there's not that, uh, there's not as much activity really during the winter, say the spring or whatever. So you're not, you're not really losing your head counting nonstop. You're kind of just saying, okay, there's a couple. Okay, there's a couple. There's a flock of... Well, some, some people will. Yeah. The gulls and ducks, which in this oh, time yeah. of year, yeah. they can be in the thousands even. Sure. And some people go out of their way to count every single mm. bird. Wow. Um, for most people, they will just give a, a rough estimate to the hundred or to the thousand, depending on how easy it is to count. So speaking of, they'll go to extreme lengths to count the birds. Mm. Where I was at in West Virginia, we had a, a crow's roost of 50,000 plus. Some nice. t- it was anywhere between 50,000 and 70,000. This guy would go and take still pictures of the birds in like sections he quartered, like not quartered it off, but like 16th it off. And he would go by and count every individual bird. And when I was compiling, he would always take the longest, like up to the last day that I had to submit. Mm. And I'm like, dude, you have to give me something. Like, and eventually I just stopped taking his like 53,272 birds. And I would just be like 53,000. <laughs> and, and he got mad at me the one time and I'm like, listen, we can't guarantee that there could be two birds sitting right back to back behind each other. So yeah, that, that can be frustrating too. And once you get to that big number, you can't tell me that you didn't go seven, eight, nine and count eight, nine like, twice Like you can't, yeah. you can't. And they're black birds too. Or you can count a group <laughs> of 20 and then say multiply that by. Yeah. Like, yeah. You need computer area. software to be able to get accurate numbers. And, and some places do that. We don't have that luxury, right. but some places do do that. Do do. So there are there are a lot of birds though that that gather together like that ducks, geese, starlings, crows. But a lot of birds like robin stuff you might see eight or nine, but you're not going to well, see a hundred. This you? time of year you might see a hundred robins in a flock. So okay. last year, uh, December it was three days before Christmas bird count. I counted f- over five thousand robins. <laughs> so from sun up to fly- sundown. No, <laughs> from flying from a roost. So at Eagle Point, I was standing, um, kind of where the first little. Um, the PD wetland is and I watched these birds just continuously for like 25 30 minutes just mm. over and over and kept going and kept coming and that happens all the time um, it's not uncommon to see like Martin said around this time of year to see large flocks of robins so. and what about your number so I know you've done it you said what eight years yeah. so and, and you're doing the some of the same spots do you see similar numbers e- each year uh, in, in some species yes but it's all like Martin said, you know, weather dependent. So mm-hmm. if we get, if it's really cold, but it's sunny, the birds are going to be active because they're going to be looking for food. But if it's rainy, you're not going to have a lot of, of bird activity. Um, so it really all depends on the weather. Um, and, you know, and it can be different, mm-hmm. you know, each time, but, you know, it, it changes, but similar. Yeah. So. One thing I really enjoyed about um, the Firelands bird count, um, it didn't happen last year because of COVID, but the two previous years that I helped out on, at the end of the day, everyone would come here to the Frost Center and everyone would sit around tables having snacks, pizza, whatever. 
and everyone would be reading out their numbers. And that was always so much fun because it almost sounded like competition. Like who saw the most robins, who saw the most whatever, who saw the only whatever species. Um, yeah, that was it, always fun. And it's always fun too, because when you do that, then people um, kind of like will, they open up like people who you normally don't talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, and First time like I met you, good. I think properly was at a Christmas bird camp. Yeah. Yeah. I think. <laughs> and then, and then I think I met you again at a, um, like a fireland thing. And this is open to anyone, correct? So anybody Abs- could sign up and help with mm-hmm. this project. Absolutely. And here, here's the best thing about it is, is we'll talk about how to access other things here at the end. But if you feel like, oh, my, my IDing skills aren't that great, um, we will either put you with us, myself, Martin, or someone, somebody who's a more experienced birder that can help you, mm-hmm. get you going. And then, you know, next year, the year after, if you feel a little bit more comfortable, then we can cut you loose on you know, uh, an area that you could, mm. you're used to seeing and, and being in. And yeah. furthermore, oh, sorry, you first, Molly. Oh, it's okay. Like my very first Christmas bird count, and even now, I think it's really intimidating to go out there and be responsible for like counting all these birds <laughs> if you are not super confident with your IDs. So, yeah, every Christmas bird count I've gone on, I've been with like experts or mm-hmm. like at least one, but most of the time there was like multiple people who have like done this for like several years or they're more specialized in it and you really learn so much. So like you do not have to be like an expert Mm -hmm. to participate. Um, It's really good just to learn and go and like be a part of it. And if nothing else, just having more eyes to look for birds in a group Mm -hmm. is, you know, that's always good. And if you're within the circle, so if you're within our Erie County circle and if you're curious, if you are, you can always contact us and we'll let you know, you can count the feeders in your backyard Mm -hmm. You mm-hmm. can count even just in your backyard if you have a regular, you know, if you have a red-tailed hawk in your backyard that comes regularly, give me, you know, on the day, tell me. That counts towards our numbers. And so it's not just the day, too. It's the weekend, right? The week. Yeah. The week. So you have a count week. So what happens is is you can't count the total number of birds that mm. you find on those extra days. But if, say, for example, nobody finds a, a surf scoter the whole week, but you're out on the monday afterwards and you find a surf scoter that counts in mm. to our, our total species number so the whole six days before and six days after mm-hmm. you're counting um you know other species that you didn't find so if there's something i we i'm looking at the list and i and we don't have a red-bellied woodpecker i'm going out <laughs> for the next three days <laughs> to try to find a red-bellied woodpecker so we can tick that one off on our, our i'd list. be very surprised if we don't get it uh, yeah i was just using that <laughs> as an example um so what if you hear them and you don't see them? Does that count? That counts. Yep, okay. absolutely. And and some people don't have as much confidence to do that, and that's okay, mm-hmm. too. Um, Martin and I are not experts in, in any way, shape, or form as, you know, ornithologists or anything like that. But we're very confident in our ID skills. But we still even question things that we see, too. So don't think that experts don't question um, their IDing yeah. things and, you know, check with other people. Well, I personally rely on your expertise. Your <laughs> expertise so don't, don't give me that. Kippy, you're getting good, though. You really are. Getting better. So Especially with larger numbers of birds. It's like, oh, well, those are more common. I know exactly what, mm-hmm. what Canadian geese look like. Yeah. I know what starlings look like. So. And it's it's enjoyable for us to watch you get better, too. Yeah. So <laughs> All because of you. Yeah. Um, so a few other really cool things about counting is, um, like I'd mentioned, you know, counting in your backyard, counting feeders. Um, if, if you're a photographer and you just like taking pictures of birds or 
animals and things like that, you know, and you're not confident, take a picture of it, send it to us and we'll help you ID it. Even if it's not Christmas bird count related, we'll help mm-hmm. you anytime. Um, so I love Christmas bird count. It's one of my favorite times. I get up at four o'clock in the morning, I make coffee, get myself <laughs> ready, pack the car up. And then I head out to go owling in the morning. Martin does the same. Yep. And this year we're going to be doing that, but we're going to be doing it as like a program too. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, you can hang out with us and tag along. If you're curious exactly what times, where we're going to be places, um, you can check out our website. Um, you can grab one of our brochures and we'll help you guys. Um, that'll help you guys know where we are. Um, and then you can always call the Frost Center too and ask us, you know, where we're going to be. Uh, but on the day of, you can't call us because we will not be there. <laughs> um, so let's play a little bit of a game okay we're gonna play a game then we'll talk about how people can get more involved if they want to and then we'll have um a little uh news article martin you had something you wanted to share i did um because we're talking about christmas and we're talking about birds so i wanted to just add a little something um so let's say I got one of you a gift. Would you be okay with that for Christmas? You'd, you'd like that? I like gifts. Yeah, you like gifts? Well, sure. <laughs> well, I've, I've already got you all gifts, so. How about oh, if I got you a bird as a gift? Heck no. no. Okay, you wouldn't like that. No. no. So, for the song, which you're all familiar with, The 12 Days of Christmas, can you name the different birds that are given as gifts? I can name most of them. Go. <laughs> oh gosh, uh, well, turtle. Du- okay. Well, I was gonna say geese. There's geese are laying. Swans yeah. are swimming. Swans are swimming. Partridge in a pear tree. Partridge in a pear tree. Hens. French hens, and turtle doves, which you did say. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, how many birds do you think that is, though? Because it's, it's not just one of each, and every day they're adding to that list. Isn't it like ten thousand? It's or not something? quite that <laughs> ridiculous. It's. I'm, you, I'm trying to do math in my 1, head. 1,256. No, it's not. It's not quite that. <laughs> so by the end of the 12 days, you would have 12 partridges, 22 turtle doves, 30 French hens, 36 calling birds, 42 geese are laying, and 42 swans are swimming. You would have a total of 184 birds um, as, after the 12 days. However, some people think that those five golden rings were originally about um, golden ringed pheasants or even goldfinches. And it was just, they used to be called that. Uh So that's an extra eight days of five golden rings, giving you an extra 40 birds. So by by the end of your 12 days of Christmas, you would have had 204 birds as gifts. I couldn't take care. That would be a terrible... That's like that gifting song. someone like a huge farming operation or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, an aviary. Here's a conglomerate. Much. Here you go. Good luck. <laughs> no, I didn't know it was that many. I guess I never paid attention to it. Mm. But if you ever give me a gift and it's an animal, I will fight you immediately <laughs> because I have tiny children, one. And two, they take so much work. Mm-hmm. Especially 204 of them. <laughs> 204 <laughs> birds. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I learned a little fun fact today. There are 200. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quiz my wife. I bet you she'll do the math. <laughs> I'm still kind of hurt over that rings, though. You know, I'm, I, I've always thought of, like, these shiny golden rings. Yeah, it's so like apparently not. All the other stuff was kind of rubbish. It makes sense, though. <laughs> the rings are awesome. The first four days are birds, and then 
why switch it to jewelry and then go back to birds? But uh, then why add milking maids and who dancing? knows? Yeah. <laughs> who knows? See, say, if yeah, they're doing milking maids, this really is ladies. a farming operation. <laughs> <laughs> like you're getting, you know, pretty much. A, if yeah. if you're into farming, this is the gift you want. I'll go through the others just because. Um, yeah, maids are milking, ladies dancing, lords are leaping, pipers piping, and drummers drumming. Yeah, none of those. This is a circus, is what it is. Yeah. Maybe that song <laughs> is about Christmas bird cows. The piping. Piping clovers. Yeah, the piping clovers. <laughs> yeah, I'm convinced that all the like people gifts are just to take care of the birds. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah it might work way. out. It might yeah. work out. You don't really have to take care of it, but you have to feed those people. Are they staying in your house? W- what's happening there? What's the living accommodation? <laughs> Ask the maids a milk. <laughs> <laughs> you need to have... Um, some type of uh, acreage here, uh, a, a maximum amount of acreage to, to sustain this whole thing. So mm-hmm. I was thinking biodome. You know, like, <laughs> uh, uh, I love that movie. Yeah. The biodome. <laughs> Be a good start. Okay. 204 birds. All right. So if you are interested in helping with the Firelands Christmas bird count, our bird count is December 18th. And you can contact us. You can call us uh, here at the Frost Center. Or you can hop online, see where we're at, or you can email me directly at mhensley at eriemetroparks.org, and I will help you um, kind of put you somewhere if you're an experienced birder and you're listening. Um, if you want to be with us, you know, we'll tell you where we're going to be, um, myself or Martin, and we'll kind of get together and you guys can help us that way. Um, if you're interested in other counts because you're listening from a little bit further away from us or that day doesn't work for you and you want to do a different count, you can hop on audubon.org and then you'll click Christmas bird count. It'll be one of the main tabs on the first page. Then you will click join the count. Then join the count will give you almost like a little link that shows you all the circles. So you can click circles that are around ours. And then you can click, you know, if you're on vacation, for example, in Florida and you want to help with them, you can click on that count and it will give you the compiler and a contact information. So an email, a phone number, you can reach out to those people and say, Hey, I want to help. So for example, I have a friend who helps usually with our count, but they're going to be out of town in Georgia. Um, so he's going to help with one down there instead of, you know, here, cause he's not here. So, so pretty cool and easy way to kind of get yourself involved with community science and, um, you know, kind of giving back to conservation and helping keeping track of these bird populations. So let's play this game. And then we'll do the news article, all right? Are you guys ready? So oh, the, way, yeah. the way this game is going to work is I have a list of birds because um, I have all the previous data of most birds counted um, throughout our Christmas bird counts of all times. So what will happen is I will give you a species of bird and the amount of birds counted. You will tell me if that number is true or false. Is this just for the Firelands circle? Yes, just okay. for the Firelands circle. So birds that we would see around us. Hmm. I'm not going to hit you with like Florida or something <laughs> <laughs> all to, or all over the world. Yeah. No, this is just for the Firelands uh, Christmas bird count circle. All right. So we're going to start off with a, a bird, a bird that everybody's familiar with because there is going to be um, Martin. I'm pretty sure is the only person that's seen all of these birds. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, all right. So we're going to start off with one that we're all familiar with, the mallard. On the 96th Christmas bird count, um, they counted 9,200. True or false? I'm going to go true. Okay. I think true. I'm going to say false. I think it was more. It 
is not. That is the most counted ever oh, nice. for the Erie County Circle. All right, um, next one. Oh, this one's kind of unfair. White Wing Scoter, 1,000 on the 86 Christmas bird count for the Firelands. That would be false. I'm going false too. I'll just say true. It is false. It was actually 2,500. Yikes. Oh, wow. I've never seen that species. And just I, in the Firelands, they sell 2,000 of them? Yeah. So <laughs> crazy. When I first saw that number and I told Martin, I, I was shocked. I was like, mm, is this real? But um, the people who have compiled before that were very thorough. Mm. Um, so, Martin? And waterfowl numbers do fluctuate. Yeah. I mean, we the red-throated loons from the yeah. other day, 52. Mm. Like, unbelievable. All right. Golden eagle, one species on the 87th Christmas One individual, count. you mean? Yep. Sorry. Um, true. False. I'm going to say it's true. It is true. Molly, you're, you're struggling. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I like to just like be different. <laughs> and, and Martin's That's a good ringer, though. really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think I'll stump him somewhere around here. Ring build galls. We're waiting for an okay. One hundred and sixty thousand on the ninety seventh Christmas bird count. False, false, false. You all missed it. That is true. Oh. It's actually no it was way. actually a little higher than that. Oh. I was expecting higher, but but like I'm talking like a thousand higher. Okay. Oh my. I goodness. can't imagine anyone counting all of that. There's a lot of people counting. Yeah, it takes yeah. time. Uh, next one, blue and gray gnat catcher. One on the 81st Christmas bird count. I'm going to say false. True. How many? One. False. Molly, you're the only one that got that one right. Good job. <laughs> Finally worked out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, snow bunting. 600 individuals on the 81st Christmas bird count. I believe that. True. True. I'm going to say true, too. You're all wrong. Oh, it was actually 1,500. Hmm. That that one kind of caught me off guard, too, and I had to double take at it. Like, holy cow, really? Which is possible. Completely yeah. possible. <laughs> you all get a sad sound for that one because you missed it. All right. Yellow rumped warbler... Some people will call it the Myrtle Warbler. 170 individuals on the 85th Christmas bird count. I'm going false. True. I'm going to say false as well. It is false. So good job, Kippy and Martin. How many How many were actually seen? Uh, 58. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You don't see too many warblers. In December. Okay, this one. This is where it's going to get tough. Evening Grosbeak. 30 individuals on the 78th Christmas bird count. Sure, true. True. Yeah, I'm going to say true, too. You guys all got it right! <laughs> <laughs> I had struggle finding that one on the pad. <laughs> <laughs> um, next one... A brant. Have you seen? Have you I seen a brant before? That is. Yeah. Um, 
They breed in England. Oh, so okay. Yeah, where I'm yep. from. And I saw one, a couple in New York as well. Okay. All right. Five in the 77th Christmas bird count. I'm going to say that's true. Yeah, I can see that. True. Uh, False. Molly, you got that one right. It was actually oh, 19. 19. Wow. All right. Last one. American Black Ducks, 1,600. False. False. I think it's more. Yeah, I agree. False. Yeah. It is 1,600. Oh, man. We all missed that. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a three-way tie, right? I don't know. I don't know. I got to tally up <laughs> oh, the scores I'm losing, here. losing, so it's okay. Martin has one, no, two, so three, four, five. Martin with five. Out of how many were there? Ten. Okay. 50%. That's bad. Ooh, that's failing grade. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, one, two, three, four. Molly with four. <laughs> why, why, why does she get scores? We get less than me. <laughs> you better get the loudest clap for my three. <laughs> All right. And for Kippy, he has one, two, three, four. Four. That was a pretty close job, game, Kippy. guys. Mm. That was really, really close. <laughs> Congratulations, Martin, tough. on the win. That was tough. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Martin won. I'm not surprised. He would have been very upset had he lost. He's overly comp- I'm overly competitive, too. So. <laughs> True story, guys. <laughs> okay. All right. So now it is time for the news article. All right. So... This one was really cool. Um, and engineer creates perching bird-like robot. Hmm. <laughs> your eye, I've never seen your eyebrow go up like that. <laughs> you caught me off guard. I had no idea you were going that way. So I wanted to keep it bird-related. So what happened is, is they were trying to come up with an additional way to um, get closer to small species of birds. So they're using um, this... It almost looks like a like a pigeon, I think, or something along those lines, a dove-type species. But they were struggling with the legs of it. So it couldn't – it was too small to perch properly, and it kept falling off and getting stuck and all these things. So basically what they did was they gave it this dove-like body, but they gave it, like, peregrine falcon-like legs. Mm. So they have, like, came up with these really cool um, – it was like a combo thing between engineers and some – biologists kind of working together um and the bird can move really really well through like forested areas so they can get closer to like endangered species and move in um and basically just watch but um they are experiencing um some like predators attacking these um these robot-like birds so i thought that was really cool and it's a small little um segue but not super christmas bird count related but was still really cool. They sound like more appropriate Christmas gifts than 204 birds. Oh, yeah. I would take one of these. Absolutely. And I would be super happy about owning it, too, because I would, like, like when people came in my house, I would, like, swoop them with it. (laughs) It kind of reminds me of what they did with the gorilla. Have you seen the robot gorilla? Its eyes blink and move. And so other gorillas come in to sit beside it and hang out with it until they get to see it. What do they do if, like, the gorilla, like, gets aggressive towards it? That's going to be, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars just, like, crushed in one punch. True. People are not going to be happy. There's like a, a group of people who are probably not going to be happy about this mechanical spying bird. 
Yeah. Yeah. Birds, people already think that birds aren't real. There's going to be. Cr- <laughs> Wait, what? You know, the whole birds aren't real campaign that birds are really robots spying on there's us. There's a huge conspiracy theory. Martin knows that about it. That birds are not real. Yeah, people are saying that our main hobby is a complete falsehood. <laughs> How have I not? How is today there's, the day? There's like TV and media that say a lot of like the, people say like bees. There's like an episode of Black Mirror where the bees are little robot spies. It's all artificial intelligence. I've seen that. But but the same with birds. But we've held like birds in our hands. Yeah. <laughs> and I've dissected birds. So I, <laughs> but but here's the thing. There are people that ride around town with the birds aren't real all over their vans, and there's a whole conspiracy that they're watching us. Well, so. here, here you go. There's there's I, I, All I've done is just fueled their fire. So yep. I, yeah. I apologize in advance. We now know everyone. there's one bird that's not real. There, yeah, there's one <laughs> unreal bird. I know there are some countries that even, um, you know, when you're tracking bird movements, and they fit like vultures and eagles and other birds with GPS transmitters, some... Like vultures, for example, have been captured because some countries think that they're spying on their country. So, yeah, it's it's a real thing that <laughs> people are all about spying. So when it comes to these robot birds, it's just going to make yeah. it even worse. Yep. Like the public are not going to be allowed to own these robot birds. Does everyone realize that we have even a though we have cell drones, phone, <laughs> a cell phone that like hears everything we do? Sure. It's going to try to Has sell a us robotic birds it. after we're done with yeah. it. <laughs> so anyway, all right, everybody. Thank you for hanging out with us. And remember, if you guys want to hang out with us and join the Christmas bird count, just get in contact with us. We'd love to educate and teach you guys and get you guys out there helping with us. All right. And Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas.